1: Murray. Oh, guys, what are you doing here? This is not a scheduled band meeting. We need some money. Oh, okay. How much? You got About four dollars in here. Four dollars? I thought we had ten dollars. This box costs six. What was wrong with the bag? The bag was useless, Brett. It had a great big hole in it. We must have lost about twenty dollars out of that bag. It's the box now. You like it? I chose it. Well, come we here with the four dollars. Will there be nothing in the box? There's $4. I've got uh, 27 cents here. Yeah. That's, That's a lot of it. Actually, i mowed 12% of that. Hang on, let's have a look. Okay, 51.24 cents. I can't even divide it. Just that leave up. it. You take it all. Quarter, so. Like, I tell you what, I've, I feel bad. I haven't got you paid gigs for a while. Here you go. Take this. $50. You can't give us a, your own money. Okay. Well, yeah, you're right. No, it is my last 50 till Thursday. I mean, I'm, you know, getting paid again, but. Well, have we sold any t shirts? Two. What about mouse pads? No. Sold any mouse pads? No, I told you. Terrible idea. I don't know what to do with them. I've got so many mouse pads at home because of your bad idea, Brett. What do you do with mouse pads? I've lined Toby's kennel with them. He keeps eating them. I've tried to waterproof the kitchen. Well, we need some cash. Well, maybe you guys should think about supplementing your band income by getting another job, like I do with this job.
2: Murray, the uh, Prime Minister's office wants to talk to you about the World Trade Expo next week.
1: Uh, Can you tell them I'll ring them straight back? I've just got a couple of businessmen here.
2: Everybody knows you manage a band during office
3: hours, Murray. Hey, guys. Hey, Greg. I wear that t-shirt all the time.
1: Greg, we've still got mouse pads, actually. No thanks, Murray. See, hopeless.
3: On Jack, put your headphones on, bro. Put your headphones on, Matt. Put your
2: headphones on, bro. Mm-mm-mm. Mm-mm-mm.
4: Mm-mm-mm. Mm-mm-mm. Hello, hello, hello.
3: Hello, hello. Hello, hello. You sound fantastic. Thank you. Thank you. You look so good. Fantastic, man. Mm-hmm. Let me figure out how to post a video Or post this real quick How do we do this? What do we do? What do we do? What do you do when you go there? What are you doing? Check us Out Live Now You say David was asking
4: How things were going?
3: Yeah so I'm Flying up there on Monday Oh are you? <clears throat> nice uh, it's last minute it was really like thrown together um, what prompted this well you know I'd kind of been asking who kind of been going back and forth but I'll tell you what prompted it is the fact that my daughter is having um, swim lessons. That's really what prompted it. She's going to be gone for a week, and I found out that she was going to be gone that week. Yeah. And I found somebody who could. Yeah, that was live coverage of me inserting a condom on. I don't have one. Do I still sound as good? Do do I sound better? There's one right there. Ellie, you want to bring that condom in there? It's right behind the monitor. It's right behind you. Right here. Right there by those batteries. I'm serious. (laughs) Yeah, bring that to Matt because it's kind (laughs) of frolicky. How are
4: are things going up there?
3: There's also one over there.
4: Oh, is there? Oh, yeah, there is. But that would require me to get up and I'm not going to do it.
3: Bring me a real condom. Anyway, welcome, ladies and gentlemen. If you're listening to us now, we are currently broadcasting this. How's that? I think if you want to try to call us, you can call 888-900-3393, I think. Yeah, I don't have the board in here, but yeah. So,
4: Um, how are things going? Are, Are they anywhere closer to offloading that place? No, so here's the thing.
3: This is the Devil's Creek, by the way. Yeah. The Devil's Creek. Very, very famous. Devils. Creek. I assume
4: that's where you're going.
3: Yeah, I mean, why would you go up there if not not to go there? Right. I'm just. I'm gonna go to uh, see Seattle's soccer team play a little bit. All right. I found out like a week ago, maybe, that they had decided that they were gonna rent the house, mm-hmm. and that they found someone who was sort of in the family, and by in the family, I mean somebody who knows somebody in the OP kind of thing. Okay. And they were going to move in in August. So it was like, well, we should try to get up there before August. I don't know what kind of mix-up happened, but whatever. um, Those people are there now. Oh, really? In fact, uh, Kelsey, David's daughter, was back up there for the summer. And in fact trying to figure how much of this I want to give away. There was somebody else up there that you would know. And Kelsey and then Donna and David, they all met out there. They were there for a couple of nights and then they left. And then the next time that they were like later that day, there was like these people had moved in a little bit <laughs> early. Did anything happen while while they were up there? Yeah. Um Are they okay with you going up there or
4: what like what's well, the story with that?
3: Well, I don't know all that necessarily. Yeah. Again, that's not my protocol. Okay. That's not what I'm like. Um. The cool thing is, is I'm going to get to go to uh, the OP event next weekend. Okay. Which is the uh, Olympic Projects Expedition. I wrangled it so that I will be up there at the same time. And um, Cliff's going to be there. Oh, nice. You going to get some, you going to talk to them? Oh, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, yes. In fact, I texted Cliff. Like, I found out it was going for sure like two days ago. Mm -hmm. Devil's Creek. There's a lot going on there, right? Yeah. So I'm going to screw this up when I say this, but that, that doesn't matter. This is sort of what's happening. So, like, a couple rented the house, and they have like an acquaintance that's living in the apartment above the garage which is where the door was open when oh, the light yeah. moved the the globe mhm that dude his parents built that place wait are these the people that there's no like we knew that that was happening when it happened uh-huh. His friends rented a house. They were like, "We've got this garage apartment." He gets out there, and he's like, "He was little, so little that like his tiny little handprint is in the cement there." Really? That's fascinating. What are the effing chances? Yeah, that that would occur. But
4: wait, is that the couple that the guy? Mm, no, that's not
3: the. No, 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 okay. no. Okay, um, that's not the disappearing but... in the woods. Yeah, it was prior to disappearing in the woods. Okay.
4: So did he have any did I I mean, I obviously you haven't talked to this guy, but do you know if he has any stories of when they built the place of things happening or Um the
3: interesting thing was that it sounded like they knew like he could show them some stuff that was going on or whatever, like, but I don't know if I don't know. I hope to delve more into this. The crazy thing is, it's like, obviously they didn't think this, that these people were going to be there even, you know, at this point. So it just adds to that. Like, just that's weird. Right? Like I was like, it's not like this is some time. This is the greater Washington area. You would think that there would be someone else that these people who happen to rent this house, the person that their friend that they know that they're like, Hey, can you move into the garage apartment to help us pay the rent? Yeah. Happens to be the MFR whose little tiny handprint is in the cement. That's so weird. In a place that is so bizarre. Yeah. I be, So how
4: long have they been there? They've been there for a couple of weeks now. Is that?
3: Yeah. I want to say. <laughs> I'd love to know what they've seen or heard. Yeah. I'm, I have no idea how the whole thing is going to go. Um, yep. I do know that when the crowd was there that um like it seems like the couple there is amiable to the fact that they know like they signed some paperwork. Let's just put it that way. <laughs> okay? I don't know how else to say it. Pen has been put
4: to paper. Right. Um, I mean, obvi- obviously, it's not like a, a tourist thing. You're not going to have people going through all the time, but, you know, every now and then but it would yeah. be nice to
3: still be able to go out there. Yeah, totally. Which really honestly seems like it's the perfect thing that um, you would have a situation where, hey, there's a, we can, obviously, we're not going to intrude on you yeah. renting the house, but. We can also at least come out here, and if nothing else, camp, record. It'd be cool if they were into it, and we're setting out recordings and
4: things like. Because now, if you have a permanent resident there,
3: well, the thing about it is, is so a, a high ranking. I'll just say this: a high ranking member of the OP, mm-hmm. the family that is renting the place, is like related to him. Okay, maybe through marriage. Okay. So they're familiar. They may not be all about it. You know, it's not like that's the other great thing is it's not like we got some fucking moon that moved in. It seems to be like a great balance between the two. Yeah. And they obviously knew what they were getting into beforehand.
4: Yeah. I'd be really curious to know what their thoughts are after a month or two out there.
3: Yeah. Yeah, totally. Kind of seem like the usual beans going on. I'll tell you this. Last night, I listened to our original podcast with them. Right. It was great. It's good stuff. It's really good. People. Okay, so let's see if this works. i mean that's a solid five second howl yeah um and i assume he did all the spectrograph stuff on that yeah the crazy thing is is uh there's another guy that was there who had a tent kind of down by the wood line and he recorded and i don't know if he immediately like handed over all of his audio to David. So it's just like with a lot of other stuff like this It's it's, there comes a point where the data is almost overwhelming. I mean, if you record for eight hours every night into infinity. Yeah. Um, but dude, there was some, re- there was some stuff last night that like, you know, obviously I've lived that place and we recorded that episode and, you mean stuff you listened to last
4: yeah, night? Yeah, I mean, listening
3: episode? to our episode, the American Horror Story episode, mm-hmm. that was confusing me. Like, as I was listening back to it, I was just like, damn, that's good. Like, that baby doll shit was for real. Yeah, I didn't, I caught last night that she mentions the baby leg that we found up there mm-hmm. in that episode, which I had not, it was like too much, you know, everything is
4: like yeah. overload. I need to go back and listen to it, but I was I was about to say the people anybody who I introduce to the show and think oh they might like it, I direct them that's one of the episodes that I direct them to. Um and I try not try not to make it the first because it is like one of the better ones that we've done, I think, but it's certainly when people or when people have listened to it, they get back and they're like, I cannot believe some of the shit I was hearing in that right in and that it, episode. Like it's it's mind blowing. People who want to go up there <laughs> now look around. I guess that's not.
3: And it was such like a minuscule part of like how much there actually is. There's so many other just amount of audio. You mean? Yeah, audio, but like side stories. It's yeah. just like the thing with the baby leg. It's like the baby leg gets overlooked by the fact that there was a cheerleader doll that if you pushed a button, mm-hmm. it, it just a lot. And, um, that's why
4: you gonna tell that guy that lives in that garage apartment about about the whatever breaking in and moving the
3: oh, if he hasn't, he's gonna hear about it, yeah, there's for sure that's the other thing. how do I started thinking about that last night that there was there was in fact a person that was living there now in that place, and yeah, you know, listening to a lot of Donna's stories about. Her being there alone, experiencing things, things being a little bit off, especially early on when they thought there was like a cougar involved, Mm -hmm. whatever. But she, she also said that she, she never
4: really felt afraid there, right?
3: Oh, she did. I think, I think he, I mean, David and I didn't necessarily, but Donna feel threatened. I mean, she, Threatened is one thing. Donna definitely—I mean—weirded out. I could understand. Well, she yeah. stayed on the second floor as soon as the sun hit the. Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. So clearly, there's there's something yeah. going on there. But she didn't like it. I mean, they're the I, she's the reason they moved. Totally understandable. Yeah, especially the fact that she just casually throws in the fact that you know. Plus, I saw one peeking over the fence, like into the window, when Greg was gone, mm-hmm. and that's the one that kind of. I think the fact that that side of the house, there's, like, a big bay window there, and um, Greg had a rocking chair there, and there's, like, a big wood-burning stove in the living room, and he heard that almost like something took a stick and ran it across the fence planks, like, mm-hmm. And then they kept having the issue with like one, one of the fish, fish, one of the fence planks being pulled back. Like something was looking through there, and that weirded them out. But then the fact that, like that side of the house, it makes sense too because it's kind of dark. It's, I don't know. It's just when I was there and I was down at the chicken coops and everything and I heard like a pop up the hill, like closer to the driveway. Yeah. And then I heard like, basically looking back up at the house, What I assume happened was that something jumped over the fence, right? That something was right there, jumped over the fence, ran around that side of the house, and was over here because I heard like a. And if you were there creeping, that would be the area to be. Yeah. And so somebody mentioned the other day, and you probably saw this will they ever release Matt and Clint just talking about it after Clint came back? Do You remember how we had that sit down at the old oh, studio? yeah. Do you remember that? I do remember that. Um, The funny thing is, is like I don't have that in my possession, but it's on a drive. It's just over at Salem. I just have to go get it. But it's kind of weirded me out, the fact that someone had mentioned – and you can – if you listen to me talk to David, I mentioned a couple of times, like, well, I was telling Matt this. I don't know if you remember how just bizarre that night was because of. No, I do. The just yeah, the
4: I I had forgotten about it, but I I remember when you mentioned it. I got remember
3: a few things over there that never saw the that light we, of day. We've not done anything with the archives. <laughs> um.
4: Well, I look forward to hearing. Uh, well, hearing everything that that goes down up there.
3: Yeah, um, I want to try. We obviously, when I was up there last time and we tried to do anything, there was no internet. So it's kind of cool that there's somebody living there now that has the internet back up and working. And right, I think it's a fully functional house at this point. So I'm hoping that... I'm hoping for there to be communication for the first few days of the week and we go on this quote unquote expedition where are they going on the peninsula somewhere yeah yeah um and i'm gonna meet a few of our our diehards <laughs> todd's gonna be there okay shout out um, to todd shelly is up there okay shelly covington montana she's actually like up there just doing research by herself in the middle of the woods oh, and I don't really? know she posted some pictures of some like hair and shit the other day it was like this long oh wow did she found just out i don't know there's a lot going on and obviously there will be a lot to disclose from it but um i kind of it came upon us real quick So I kind of held off of being like, hey, but it was a good time for us to take like a month off, you know, you beginning your new sojourn.
4: Yeah, a lot of a lot of things changing.
3: You're liking all that?
4: It's good. Yeah, it's weird. I mean, the the greatest thing has been just to not care about talk radio (laughs) at all, like not listen to it. And it's funny because I mean, news been crazy lately. And no. So whenever something comes up, like I get up in the morning or I go to work in the morning, and we have the we have the the news stations on because it's part of what we do. And I see something, I'm like, I'm so glad I don't have to be concerned about how we're going to cover this yeah. later on in the day. How are people gonna cuss me out, <laughs> right? Over what's happening? How many happening people are gonna right tell now? me? Go f myself, and uh, you know, or what
3: crazy conspiracy? So yeah, it's been good. And uh, I mean, just now, new tonight, Donald Trump has decided that solving healthcare is more difficult than <laughs> mid east peace. Well, he said it was very complicated.
4: So those are the things that I that I I don't miss. What
3: you don't understand? And what greatly, truly, greatly, I do understand. <laughs> Middle East peace has been a problem for a long time. A lot of people have been worried about it. Been mm-hmm. Bombs Over Baghdad was a very large song, <laughs> huge song, <laughs> big song, bigly for Andre Biggie 3000. Mm-hmm. Bigly 3000. But it's nothing compared to health care. But what Obama did. <laughs> what a mess. Rick Santorum is on your, this is my problem right now is that this is what I have to look at when I'm looking at you. I got right, to see Rick yeah. Santorum over your shoulder. Um, nice guy, craziest shit house rat, but nice guy. So
4: I, I don't miss that. I mean, I miss, I miss being on the radio and, and doing that stuff. It's hard to let all that go, but on the, on the flip side, I've been able to kind of delve a lot more deeply in the podcast stuff that we're doing. I've been involved in creating or, you know, helping create a couple of new shows. And, uh, so that's, that has felt, that has felt good. So no I kinda,
3: competitors, right?
4: Uh no, no, not okay. at all.
3: Cuz if there were I would have to eliminate. No,
4: not many people are coming in asking to talk about ghosts and Bigfoot, squaddle. Mhm. Um well, I do I do I do have everyone there in the office trained to keep me up to date on any sort of <laughs> and I bring my Bigfoot lunchbox every day.
3: You just have someone who watches the wire for Bigfoot <laughs> stories. <laughs> Pretty
4: much. Uh, but yeah, it's been it's been good. I I don't like having to deal with rush hour traffic there and back, but uh, otherwise it's been it's been nice. Well, but it has made it hard to get over here. No, you were bit.
3: badass getting over here tonight
4: early. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, now that we kind of get our our stuff sorted out, it's uh, we can get this thing started early.
3: Yeah, which makes Megan happy. Mm-hmm. So you are the uh, grandfather of a new baby chick, I see. <laughs> A baby duck, a duckling. Yep, a duckling. Um, baby duck, baby duck. Hatched in my backyard. So uh, weren't you told that the duck mama that gave birth to the duckling was it was going to be impossible? Yeah. Um, Is that her hitting you up right now? Is she like, oh yeah, my god, you know need to see a-, a picture of this duckling right now? Because I saw her say, "Is it ridiculous that I feel this way about this duckling, <laughs> it as if it's my child?" Way. Yeah, it is ridiculous. Oh, there's by no the way. question; it's ridiculous. <laughs> Megan, is it impossible that this duckling would now be my child? No. Um, yeah they uh,
4: they had said it. She's a I forget what kind of duck she is, but she's like a. Uh, they said she's not a duck that she was laying her eggs kind of all over the yard and just not doing anything with them. What a mother ducker, just leaving them. And, uh, so we thought, well, I mean, if we, we, we're not going to keep it. Somebody, one of her friends wants to take one, but we, we thought, well, I guess if she never lays an egg that she sits on, then whatever. But we went out there, we noticed that she hadn't been laying any and we went out there and and found, I think 15 eggs that she had gathered all together and was sitting on. So we took all but two and one of them, one of them disappeared. I don't know what happened to the, to one of the eggs, but the other one hatched. Then we got a little, a little duck in the garage. A
3: little dude. Mhm. I swear to god, I thought cool. the, I thought about you guys the other day. I don't know why. But just the fact that I was wondering about you guys ever having kids or whatever. <laughs> and I was like, "Man, you guys post more pictures of random animals. Like, I can't even keep up." I know. I can't either. Dude. I know who your beagle is. Yeah. That's it. He's the one. He's the one that matters. Right. The rest <laughs> of them they're just ancillary characters in the great game. Yeah. Anyway, I think it's it's beautiful. I
4: I have it, It's
3: good that Megan has found a place an outlet for this love she has to give. Right. Yeah. And, and she just, has a lot of love for these random animals I, and you know what? Random animals' lives matter. Sure.
4: Yeah, we are a bit of a halfway house right now for
3: So speaking of for them. I have a um uh, Story to tell you that involves a predatory cat. Okay. But I was going to ask you, are you familiar with the localized story of the predatory cat? Um, I know, well, I mean... Do you know what I'm
4: talking about? No, but I know that, uh, well, people were reporting a mountain lion in my neighborhood, but I'm pretty sure that's not, that's not the case. I think what they saw was a bobcat, but... Uh, Still,
3: That effing next door is going to be the death of us all.
4: (laughs) Oh, that's what I was going to tell you about. We'll get to that later. The owl stuff going on in my neighborhood.
3: What just happened? Uh Uh-oh. Feedback, feedback. So let's see. This is um, Dateline, July 11th, Richardson, Texas. Okay. I mean, that was a couple days ago. A local family has suffered a second bobcat attack on one of their dogs. I heard about this. David Dinsmore, not related to the very famous member of the Doors, (laughs) never lets his small dogs out of his sight. He learned that lesson the hard way after his family lost one of their Yorkies, Dakota, to a bobcat earlier this year. We've been really careful. We always, always stay outside with the dogs. Now, I don't know how to protect against this. A poorly written story is the reason that you didn't hear the rest of that comment. Tuesday morning, Dinsmore carefully watched the five small dogs in his backyard. Five? Didn't realize they had five. Yeah. I think it served to lose one. Then a bush rustled. And a bobcat jumped into the yard. Dinsmore, only 20 feet away from the dogs. It says the bobcat showed no fear of him as it snatched up their Yorkie Dixie Belle. Mm-hmm. I'm screaming like crazy, trying to get him to drop the dog. I'm like, drop it! Drop the dog! end up scaling the fence in my bare feet to go after it. I saw it run down the alley and jump a neighbor's fence. All the while, the cat's still carrying Dixie Belle in its mouth. <laughs> Dinsmore says his family joined in chasing the cat and screaming at it before it finally dropped Dixie Belle near a neighbor's house. Uh-oh. <sighs> the cat punctured her throat. She's had some bleeding, missing a teat, but um, it missed the juggler vein in its initial attack in Dixie Bell's life. It's good to know. In a sad twist, Dixie Bell was adopted to replace the dog that was eaten earlier this year. <laughs> we can't just stop at the fact that that the dog was attacked by a bobcat? Yeah. We have to say that it was eaten. Right. I'm sorry, but... It offends you more knowing that, you know, someone killing your wife, that's a bad thing. Sure. But it kills your wife and it eats it. That's a a worse thing, I would think. Your dog was killed by the bobcat. Yes, officer, I know. The bobcat ate your dog. (laughs) Thank you, officer. (laughs) You'll sit down and you'll like it. Yeah.
4: No, I, I heard that story. A bob, I, I guess I got him running around my neighborhood too, but who knows? Maybe that's what happened to the other egg. Bobcat came <laughs> and got it. I don't know.
3: So a couple weeks ago, went over to the, well, I just decided that I was getting the F out of town and mm. um, I ended up in Kerrville. At uh, my buddy Josh's ranch. Josh, famous for his Lechuza participation episode. Sure. With the podcast. And um, some really weird stuff happened to us. He had been telling me about how you need to come and check out these old Indian dwellings. Come check it out. The problem was, like, I didn't know that they were, like, on the property. And they were 150 yards from the house. Mm. So we went down there and we were doing some recording. Some crazy shit happened. I just wanted you to know. (laughs) We went after to look up on the side of this hill where some crazy shit happened. And we kept seeing some eyes. Glowing. Wait, you went up to the look at the hill because
4: why? Did something happen to draw you up there? Yeah. Okay.
3: Um, and this is all, like, I have all this on tape, and I don't know what else to say except for the fact that we're down there and we're kind of, like, talking to the spirits as we do. Okay. And I tell Josh, I'm like, you know, I don't really feel anything down here. Seems kind of chill. Has David looked at any of this audio yet?
4: Oh yeah. Okay.
3: And we hear we get huffed at like a deer snort. Mm-hmm. Clearly a deer snort. And Josh like looks right at me. He's like, Oh, that deer didn't like you talking, about. Did so, you see a deer or was... So we're looking at this. Like we're standing next to a pond and on the and this is the Texas Hill country, you understand? And so the other side, there's, like, a super steep incline, limestone, da, da 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 Well, so Josh has a light on the end of his rifle, and he's carrying a rifle because there's hogs and all kinds of nefarious animal mm-hmm. in the area. And the thing is, is, like, this thing huffed at us, and I was like, <laughs> back at it, mm-hmm. or huffed right back at me. Now, I've heard deer snorts in the woods, big-ass bucks. Number one, they almost always mainly happen during the rut because deer act bananas during the rut. Sure. Obviously, they're They're chasing that good good. Chasing that good corn. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) And this thing. It huffed at us like a total of 20 times. Did you see it? So the weird thing is, is Josh was like, what the fuck is that? It's not a deer. He has this light on something. And I'm like, it's not up there, dude. I had this moment. What time of day is this? It's this is night. Is okay. I had this moment where like I'm looking at this vista and East Texas Clint came out where I'm thinking that those are just like a wall of hundred foot pine trees in front of us Uh but in fact it was you know shelf undulation coming down and he was like what do you mean top of the tree like he was pointing just at the top of a hill yeah like in fact i'm embarrassed by the fact that i was like (laughs) it ain't in the fucking top you know i'm like looking straight ahead right but like up here didn't mean it was 80 feet in the tree and he he saw something up there i'll just say that But he said it was like a deer, but something strange was happening. And this this dwelling, it's an old Indian dwelling. You know how that goes. So anyway, we walk up the hill and kind of start to look towards where I think this animal ran towards that Josh saw. What did he say? Did he ever explain what he meant by there was something weird going on with it? He said he saw like a deer looking down at us. And it was like weaving its head back and forth like this. But it looked like it was tall.
4: Like standing on its hind legs or something or who knows?
3: Yeah, it looked like it was tall. Yeah. And you can hear in the audio, he says, that's not a fucking deer. And I mean, I don't know what to say about it because I didn't see it. Yeah. I don't have an explanation for why there would be like a deer that would huff at us like 20 times. But when, so what What happened was we initially, we went back to the house, mm-hmm. we emailed all that shit to David and we're like, here's what we're dealing with. We're going back up there. So, by the time we came back, you know, he would have stuff ready. And there's like some sort of like EVP before the huff, like a
4: voice. Like some sort of chatter or something. Yeah, just or a mumbling. voice. Just a voice.
3: Yep. And, but so two things happen here. One of them's natural world, and one of them becomes really weird. One is we go up and we're looking, go up over and we're crossing like a rock field basically i mean that limestone shelf the edwards aquifer is underneath there it's legit (laughs) and uh um josh notices eye shine in the tree line and then a little bit later notices it again and he's like something's following us dude but we're kind of spooked. So it's like, what the fuck is following us? You know, mm-hmm. well, we walk around and some stuff happens, whatever. But when we're walking back out towards the road, I'm just saying it was just a bizarre, like we got up onto the hill to where we could see down to where we were. And he was like, basically like, this is where whatever I saw. Yeah, was. yeah. But when we're walking out back towards the road, hits these eyes and he's like there it is boom and about 40 yards up and the incline goes like this and I wouldn't know until the next day because again like the way that that country like shelves you know it's like limestone shelf limestone shelf limestone shelf and there's this big tree and this mountain lion was laying underneath that tree and Uh i've never seen a mountain lion in the wild like i've seen their devastation in the wild but i've never seen one and that thing was looking directly at us and when he hit it with the light like you could see the of its jaw yeah yeah down like this you know see the ears eyes perfect and it wasn't even the crazy thing is is it like wasn't that big it was probably like 70 80 pounds but you know they get 180 right the next day we went up there found tracks found you know
4: so is that the thing that was following skull yeah i mean that
3: was the eyes like it was looking right at us and he was like tell me what you want me to do but i need to do it now you know and i'm like let's get the fuck out of here i'm not trying to yeah i'm certainly not trying to shoot a mountain lion when i don't need to you know it's just me yeah yeah a lot of people would have been no thing but um the weird thing is is like when he's down at this building when we're down there by that dwelling like just started talking about like how like and I'll have to play some of this audio for you but he's like in the middle of us just like being there he's like what the fuck is this tree doing in my door and I was like and he would come to tell me later that he was, like, having this, like, feeling like there was a lady standing right there saying, why is this fucking tree in my door? Oh, like and he was channeling this, that? Yeah, there's this, like, old dwelling there, you know? And yeah. there's, like, some old cypress tree, like, coming up out of the... And 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 it was, like, that's a thing, you know? Like, he was, like, you know, that happened. So David pulled a bunch of audio for us and. There's one specific clip where I feel like you can hear something that sounds like a woman, you know? Well, that was just the first day that I was there. The next day, we're doing a lot of stuff, a lot of projects. And um, there was a couple that came out to the ranch and hung out all day. And they were annoying as fuck by the end of the day. neither one of them they were like yankees uh-huh at a southern picnic it was time for them to leave so they left and the crazy thing is this big thunderstorm rolled up and like they left and we like made sure that they could get out and josh and i were sitting on the patio and we actually weren't rolling initially it's like the sun's just gone down or no, that's not true. Like it had gone down a lot. They had been there a while. Yeah. But it was like one of those things where it's like, you know, sometimes when you're, you have that person in the room that doesn't need to be there and they just are like causing anxiousness just and they kinda, leave and yeah. there's like this relief among the people that are left. Right. They're like, oh, finally. Huh. Yeah. There was this feeling. <clears throat> And we're sitting there and we're barely talking, but it was just like a between the two of us. And there was like a full stream sentence of that exact same woman's voice. And then like laughter. You heard this or this was out uh, audible. Yeah, like out loud. And I was like, dude, turn, turn your recorder on right now, you know. And we started doing, like, back and forth with, like, are you glad that they left kind of thing. And what spooked me is that the woman's voice was the same one that was on that tape from the night before. Like, I recognized it immediately. Mm -hmm. No. (laughs) And um, in the midst of doing some, like, call and response type stuff with, like, are you glad that they left and da-da-da-da like we we did capture the woman, but it's uh like a lot of those things like it's happening, but I don't it sounded like it was in a different language. I'll just say that,
4: yeah, well, I mean, if you're dealing with Indians, yeah, I was gonna say it's likely that they're not speaking English,
3: so the next day, middle of the day. Josh was handling up on some stuff. And I just took a stroll down that way by myself. And walking back up, I heard it again. And it's like a. So how are you hearing this stuff? Is it What's weird is that it was audible. And the only other time yeah. in all of this stuff that we've been doing. The only other time that I've heard what I felt like was a person's. Voice that wasn't there was that time in the boardroom at the Galvez, which was also a girl. When I Mm, clearly say, like, did you just hear that? That was the girl's voice. Yes.
4: So are you I'm trying to figure out how to phrase this. Are you hearing it? Like, is it does it sound like it's right next to you? Does it sound like it's coming from somewhere? It sounds
3: like it's Is it on the wind or something, or is it No. When we were sitting on the patio, it sounded like it was coming down there from that <laughs> you know? But like not where... like yelling or anything like that. No, no, just... no, no. No, like, oh, 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 It just sounded like talking. Yeah. Like a conversation that you can hear, but you can't understand. Yeah. Which is always the thing with the, like, the thin veil kind of stuff. With it's this. just, like, just, just out of this... reach. The weird thing is, is that in being the mockingbird that I am voices and everything. Like I can, I can identify a cartoon character's voice to who he is Mm -hmm. and other cartoons that he's been. And I'm not talking about like, Oh, that's Tony Danza. Like I can pick, like, I don't know that dude that is that guy, but I can be like, that guy is this guy in another show. Like, they just repurposed this show on KRA. Right. Sid the Science Kid is now a bunch of fishes in the fucking ocean, but they're all the same people. And, like, I can pick them out like that. Yeah. It's blessing, curse, whatever you want to call it. So, when I hear that shit, like, I can tell that it's the same thing. I I don't want to even say this is a person. I'm just saying it's the same thing and it was a weird three days. And dude, do you understand how you want to know how little I want to report that there's this, like I didn't go down there to record a fucking podcast. I went down there to hang out with my best bud who's been in Vegas for three years and is back in Texas and is (laughs) like, we went down there and cleared brush like we were in Crawford, okay? Yeah. Really. Grandpa's in the home now. We need to go retake the family's ranch from nature kind of shit. I am not trying to be that dude that's like, every fucking time I walk outside, this shit happens. Because that's, it's not the way that it is. I'm just saying, this thing, like this place, which he had told me about, like I envisioned in my head like it was way the fuck out and wherever, you know, mm-hmm. West Texas, South Texas, wherever the fuck. I didn't know that it would be like on the property, which I mean it's forty somewhat acres right there, backed up against twelve thousand, you know. Do you have a picture of the dwelling? The dwelling? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'd I'd be curious just to see it. Lots. Lots. <laughs> Loads. I just um <laughs> I hate giving off this impression that every fucking thing is a thing. You know what I mean? Cuz it's not. Well, I mean, we don't talk about the shit that's not a thing. Right. You're right. And that's I what mean, we're here to do. You're right. You're right, and I've had to tell people that before it's just, Yeah. I feel like every single time we get on the microphone, we have to defend against everything even if it's stuff that we haven't talked about before haters be haters it Hater is going to hate so um so we were walking up on the side of the hill and walked across that oh thing, lord which was full <laughs> size and he had no idea why it was there he had not seen that no across out in the middle of nowhere right so this is like this shit right here. This is off the back porch, basically. And then the dwelling is down there. You can see it, I think. Okay. And then this is that ridge line where he said he saw something. Okay. There's lots of pictures.
4: Oh, yeah. Okay, so that's
3: those are stones. All right. Mm-hmm. I was having a hard time. It looked like sticks at first. Yeah, I know. there's even like a... And they have a little area for, like, a fire pit. So those people that we had down there, they are like, let's build a fire. <laughs> so, like, they were literally, like, right next to this place this entire time. Does he have any idea how old that might be? Dude, there's there's no there, The crazy thing is, is there's this, um, there's this, there's a few stories, like, that's probably the best lion track we found Mm -hmm. that you can actually like see that you know what i mean and you can tell that's a cat the crazy thing is is (laughs) he sent me a picture like the day after i left okay so this is pretty cool because you can see this is like straight up like a limestone shelf here right that you know is like 200 feet down like that's where we were so you see what i'm saying like the pond is down here that oh, okay. you're looking at. If you're looking across, this is me walking when we went up on that side. So, like here we are, right here. Uh huh. House is back here. So right up here is where that picture is coming from. Looking back down towards the. Yeah, and and I mean it's it's so legitimate that <laughs> and I feel sorry for. I don't know why I feel sorry for these people because he told them not to do it and they did it anyway. But these people who clearly don't understand stuff, while Josh was like looking at what could have been like a potential cave or whatever, Mm -hmm. for like, again, we're looking for cat shit, you know, not cat shit, but like... Cat stuff. Like, all all of a sudden, there's a predator in the area. Mountain lions are no... No joke. And I mean, if you look Mountain Lion, Kerr County, they're all dead and they're all on the front page of the paper because the, the, he almost makes a joke about the last time he killed a cougar, like that he killed the last Puma there on his grandfather's land, you know, kind of joke. Yeah. But he's like, it's haunted me ever since because like, I just saw this thing like fuck a deer up and it was. The coolest thing I ever saw, and I shot it, and I felt like, why the fuck did I shoot it? Yeah. Now, granted, at this time, they were running sheep out of that joint, and this thing was like killing just to kill, because they do. Yeah, They're just like any other fucking cat. They just kill things that they're bigger than. Yeah. And stick them places. But he was like, you know, it affected him, you know, because he's like, I saw an apex predator in his prime whip ass. And it was like, why did I shoot it? Well, so we found this place and like, the shelf where it looked like there was, like, a really good, like, den outcropping, like, something where a cat could, like, sleep down there, get in there, kick it, watch it, watch the valley, you know?
2: Mm-hmm.
3: Well, these jack wagons that were down there, guy and girl start trying to, Follow Josh, and he's like, no, no, no. I'm not walking up the fucking hill right here. I'm just right here. you all stay there. Yeah. I'm not going up there. They didn't listen to him. And I'm standing across the pond. I'm, like, kind of taking some Vista photos. And they kick a stone. And I say a stone. They kick the fucking boulder. And, like, in slow motion, I watched this 300-pound rock dropping towards my best buddy. And, like, he was, like, he saw it, and he was, like, this is it. Like, that thing's going to fucking kill me. Do I jump this way or backwards? Just, like, straight jump off the cliff backwards. Yeah. And it's about, and all this is straight up, like, slow motion. Like And it's like a couple of feet above his head, and it hits this like outcropping and splits, but like 70 80% of it goes that way. And then just this chunk of rock that was probably 30 pounds hits Josh directly on his shin. Oh. And I thought I broke his leg because he was like, shit, oh. you know? And it just slid him. Like, if you saw me posting oh, bloody yeah. footprint photos... That's what that is. And he just cussed that cat the whole way back to the <laughs> house. Um, but it was crazy because it was real. Like, yeah. They didn't even get it until the next day. When we were like, dude, you nearly killed him. <laughs> okay. Like, uh, it was fun. We, um, like I said, we cleared a lot of brush like Crawford and I do want to show you one other thing so of course it's time for me to leave and a fucking monsoon happens mm-hmm. and I'm texting one of the people here at work about like work and I see this movement out of the corner of my eye and that is that is it oh now
4: that's one of the serious ones now that's
3: the, a centipede that's a serious <laughs>
4: fucking centipede <laughs>
3: And all I could think about was, like, how we had had this long conversation about centipedes. And this thing, I continued to take video of it because it was trying to get to dry land. But, like, it couldn't. Like, it was just getting puddled. So, man, those things are creepy. Yeah, that's wicked. That's a good, like, nine-incher. And And that's, that's one of the ones that will sting you. Yeah. Yeah. That's a real centipede, not a little bullshit. Right. Yeah. Which is probably like a millipede, you know, not a real centipede. Yeah. But it ain't no fucking caterpillar. That's on. <laughs> right. That thing is like a prehistoric creature. Yeah. And can you imagine? You know, I mean, it was dumping. And it doesn't rain like that in the hill country. It just doesn't. And and I'm sitting outside. We're actually trying to cook. Sausage on the grill outside, mm-hmm. and like it's coming down so much that it's affecting the fire pit. And I'm like on my phone, like I'm sitting on this little bench on my phone doing this number. So you're like focused here, and I get periphery. <laughs> Dude, like if I would have been, I would have come out way... of my skin if Dude, I saw if that I would have been looking this way, it would have hit my foot. Like there's <laughs> no doubt. Yeah. No doubt. So I'm wondering if um, people are paying attention. Mm -hmm. I'm going to take a quick break. Yeah, I am too. So Ellie, I'm just going to don't even stop anything. (laughs) Don't even stop anything. I'm just going to turn something on in here and we're going to go outside. In fact, the fact that I made fun of somebody for doing this earlier, we're going to take a little quicker. Then we'll be back and maybe some people will be paying attention. I love you all. Thank you for being here. Um, You're listening to OK Talk. And maybe, maybe just maybe in a minute, I'll tell you how there are more awesome things to come. Maybe. I'm going back to Devil's Creek, baby. It's happening. You understand what I'm saying? It's happening. I'm trying to go in there and see if anyone had chicken left over from the <laughs> very luxurious high tone <laughs> dinner going on outside. Thanks for sitting through our extended set break. We, we had some <laughs> stuff we needed to take care of. So funny because I was referring to David today that there's a podcast that's old that I'll listen to. And I was like, the, one of the dudes, he must be a smoker because he'll be like, I tell you what, we're just just in the middle of an interview. An interview? Yeah. Just, hey, can you just hold on a minute because <laughs> we're going to take a break. Chansey, can you play some songs? And it's just like REO Speedwagon. <laughs> and I will listen to this stuff like just in the background, you know, and I'll be like, why is there just music playing? <laughs> oh. One of those that you can't just like fade away to, but uh, we needed to handle some business. We're at various, very, very luxurious Mercury Studios today. Matt and I just had an encounter with a human who just spent $93,000 on a Darth Vader mask. Look for that picture online, narrows down who that might be. Maybe (laughs) you use your intuition, people. You will get to see the picture. My camera was held by a man who, <laughs> good God, he spent ninety three thousand dollars. Craziest on... <laughs> part
4: of that story. Here, you take this
3: picture. <laughs> Did he seem displeased? No, he was like, absolutely, absolutely. He was eager what to a, show it off. What a cool motherfucker that dude is. And there's, I have no idea who half of those people are that are out there in the dining room right now. But I'm pretty sure they could buy me and sell me (laughs) one million times over Uh, as our personal chef is across the hall. And I asked him if there was any chicken left. And he goes, chicken? These people didn't bring any chicken. (laughs) All they did was eat chicken. (laughs) (laughs) So anyway, we had some business we needed to attend to. Once again, you're listening to the OK Talk show podcast podcast. Feed happen, and we appreciate you doing that. We were just having a conversation about something that a lot of you have asked about having uh, some okay talk show gear, mm-hmm. and though I respect,
2: <laughs>
3: though I respect uh, those places that like put up a store where you can buy a lot of stuff. Um, we're trying to do something locally with someone that we know here. So rather than just like putting up a store, we're kind of trying to do a like buy order basis and just kind of gauge an interest on some high quality, not just your cotton going to shrink down, but a really good t-shirt with our logo, our two color logo, by the way, which makes a difference in pricing when you're making t-shirts. It's not cheap. And a really heady quote on the back. Just a cool, you know, a cool rep. Something, something that I think you'd
4: want to rock. No doubt. Whether, I mean, obviously if you're getting it, you're a fan of the show. But I think it's just a cool shirt to wear out. I mean, our logo is pretty cool. I'm thinking that, like, obviously the, the Squatch logo, I think, is probably the way to go.
3: Right, right. What's the quote on the back? The quote on the
4: back is from the book Jurassic Park and it says absence of proof is not proof of absence and i think that summarizes a lot of what we're about on the totally, show
3: totally so if that sounds like something that you might be into um <clears throat> we would like for you to let us know and really we're like shoot we're like looking for like 25 people to make this happen and uh for that to happen like Trying to keep it under twenty bucks, like yeah, eighteen bucks, nineteen bucks, with shipping included. So um, yeah,
4: I mean, you're talking about a good quality shirt, cool design, shipped to you for under twenty dollars. I mean that, I think that is a hell of a steal, and uh, and really, I mean we don't have a we don't have a storefront set up. So really, all we want to know is if you're out there listening. Uh, to the show, we'll probably talk about this a couple more times before we actually put out a pre-order thing, just to kind of see who's out there. But if you're if you're wanting to get in on this, just send us a note to oktalkpodcast at gmail dot com or hit us up on the Facebook page or on Twitter, and just say, hey, I'd be interested in in ordering that. That way, we kind of know what the uh, what the demand is out there. And I don't think you'd be I don't think you would regret it. Mm-hmm. Black T shirt, black shirt logo. Just go look at our Facebook page, facebook.com slash okay talk show. Come on. Um, but what, it would be cool. We want to get these things out
3: in the wild. What do you people do? <laughs> what do you people do exactly? So uh, I know you have a couple of things, Matt, but I just have to tell you something really strange that happened. Ellie was in the room for the other day. So mm-hmm. as you can see, he's a small Dell laptop.
4: Very portable.
3: That is equipped with Adobe Audition. Sure. For m- massive, massive editings. How's that working out for you, man? It's working out. That's what I like to hear. It's so so clutch. I use it all the time. So, okay, good. <laughs> that, that's what I wanted to hear. So, uh, you know, and I use it every day. And it's awesome. Did you put the battery in that thing, Ellie? Okay. Um,. I've never had anything like this happen to me before. But um, so after I get done with the show that I work on, I have to leave my little hovel over there. Mm -hmm. And I either come in here specifically or I go sit in there, depending. And I'm sorry, I'm seeing some really soap opera effects on War of the Planet of the Apes, and it's driving oh. me crazy. You can open that door if that's going to affect it. Like, it, you know, it has that soap opera effect. That movie hey. looks rad. Oh, my gosh. Do you know they're showing it? Like, they're showing all three of them in a row, like Lord of the Rings style. Oh, are they? Yes. If you haven't seen any of the new Planet of the Apes, do. They're good. So, generally, for whatever reason, I hold court in here whenever... My specific show. Whenever my duties are over, I feel the need to enlighten the masses <laughs> that are in the room with me uh-huh. on the way that things are and are said to be.
4: Right. The the veil
3: behind the veil. Right. And oftentimes it leads to me trying to describe to people that like, if you weren't there when Barack Obama was elected in two thousand and eight, then you have no idea what it's like when people freak out when a person was elected president. Don't give me this bullshit about people are upset about Trump bullshit. And I was just talking about being at the first tea party event right there at uh, South Fork, which one of the guys here, he like, couldn't believe like, Oh, like Dallas, you know, that must've been a good one. I felt like I got a wacky (laughs) head shake. Um, Oh, nice. So I was just kind of saying, like, yeah, that was kind of the first thing. And then, I mean, we, we, I'm going to say our radio station, but, like, we started the Tea Party radio thing. Mm -hmm. And I got to be careful here in a way, but... There was a what was that place, up there in Frisco that was like Buffalo something. It's not Buffalo Gap because Buffalo Gap is like a place in Abilene. It's like not Buffalo Exchange because that's a weird name thing. But it's like Buffalo something.
4: I don't remember what 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 kind of place it was. It was like a-,
3: a restaurant bar.
4: Oh, um,
3: I do not remember. Anyway, what that was. That actually happens to be the place where Mike Reiner gave me the nickname Big Harry Clint. Mm -hmm. It also happens to be the place where we had this big tea party thing. And um, the head of the tea party of the city in which we live was there and I'd met him before plenty of times. Uh, I happened to be single-ish at the time. And I was sitting at a table with a with a lady who was smoke show, mm-hmm. okay, if you will. Dark hair, bosomy, curvy, sure, cream of skin, <laughs> the way that I like them, right. And she seemed to think that I was. I hung the moon, man. She was giggling at everything I said. Do I know this person? Or is and I was like, "Who are you, love?" Yeah. You know. Was she involved in the, in the partying? So um, not too long after that, the person who ran said tea party of said town came over to the table and was like, oh, I see you've met my wife. And I then subsequently <laughs> fell out of my chair yeah. and cracked my head. And then I was in a coma for eight months. And when I woke up, I was like, bullshit. Because this dude was like 400 some odd pounds, 20 plus years older than this woman. Yeah. I was like, what are you talking about? You know. But like, I got it after a little bit that she was an Eastern European lady. Ah, uh, okay. Okay. Of consequence. Yeah. <laughs> Or of ill consequence, or of no consequence, whatever you want to say. And let me tell you, I'm living in grapevine as long as I did, I brushed up against the Rougeau, mm-hmm. South Lake folk, mm-hmm. and found many, many, many women who English was not their first language, and they were smokes. To the point where it was like, what, what? I mean, what are you all doing here? Brought here for a specific purpose, specifically, uh, right? So, I was telling this story in in the control room that at my third job, when I worked, it's pretty much the best salesman Sears Corporation has ever seen in the plumbing department. When I tried to tell Hank Hill what a water heater was, <laughs> and I had no idea what a water heater was. When I was doing that gig, my best buddy he worked over in the lawn department. And we were clowns, you know, clowns. But there was an older gentleman <laughs> that sold lawnmowers and like some lawnmowers at Sears, like that's the highest rung of the ladder. Yeah. Cause you know, you're the top dog commissioning on that bitch yeah you know, sure that's probably poor. the highest commission well item there it's, it's all the same but it's like you know well, if you're gonna sell a ten thousand dollar mower that's what i mean obviously yeah but there was this dude there he was a nice guy just normal looking didn't have any overt features of like obesity or big ears syndrome or droopy eye <laughs> or jagged tooth or hook. No hook nose. He was like just a normal man, but he was at least 30 years older than us at the time, you know, but yeah. it's just that thing where it's just like, I didn't look at it like that. He's just working with us and ciao now move that. So He's telling me, let me. Get a tight one. He's telling me that. Um, do you guys know what I'm doing this weekend? We're like, of course we don't. We don't, we don't really want to know what it is that you do when you're <laughs> gone. From Not here. at all concerned with what you do. It's concerning yeah. because you have no family. There's what did you say? He's like 50. Yeah, there's yeah. no idea. And He's like, check this out. And he pulls this brochure out of his back pocket. Oh, my God. Slightly crumpled. And he opens it up, and there's this, like, busty-ass, badass broads, like, all over the fucking thing. And he's like, I'm going on a cruise this weekend. And I was like, a cruise? Cool. What, what, what kind of cruise? And he's like, I'm going on a cruise this weekend. And it took poor naive Brandon <laughs> and myself like a couple of minutes to figure out that he was telling me that he was going on a boat to meet uh-huh. an Eastern European woman to bring home as his wife. Right. So is that how they? Is that how they
4: would do it? Is to go out on a? Oh yeah, on a. Boat? I'm
3: on a boat, bitch.
4: <laughs> but like,
3: are they all there, or is or is He yeah. just Dude, meets these, one that. Yeah, all these chicks who want to come to the United States. Lord, no telling what they have to do to be on the boat. I don't even want to think about that, yeah. Angle, but yeah, it's they get on the boat, men from Dude the United States the buy a ticket, you get on the boat. It's a big mix and mingle. Hopefully, you'll be taking an Eastern European woman home with you, marrying her, she'll become an American citizen, right? Okay, it's not that shocking. That's that's not the part of the story that's crazy. The part of the story that has stopped me down for several days Mm -hmm. and the reason why I mentioned to you that Dennis Smith Jr. was an excellent prospect for the Dallas Mavericks was the next day I'm up here and I've got my computer back there in my little hovel and it's early in the show. I don't really have a lot to do. Let alone listen to what is going on, so i'm t- 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 what did let me see some Dennis Smith jr highlights from last night, and there's a website like fansided or it's it's like a popular granted it's a popular sports website, you understand mm-hmm. and I'm scrolling down there's like a gif that gif that dunk. And then I'm scrolling down because there's a YouTube video of the whole game. The game where he had like 25, 7, 6, 8, 9. And I notice on the side banner a very chesty woman (laughs) with dark hair. Uh Uh-huh. And it says, Meet a Russian today. Oh. And I'm like, Today? What? And I, I scroll a little further. <laughs> and guess what? There's a, a lengthwise banner ad okay. of another woman laying down. Russian single connection. And I'm like, what the? And I keep scrolling down. Hence again, banner <laughs> ad of Uber <laughs> Busty. Right. Shvetlana. They bought okay. a lot of ads. Now, let me tell you something, Matt. This computer that you're looking at here is used for one of two things. It's either me editing stuff here at work, or it's used for abcmouse.com, which teaches my daughter how to read. Okay. (laughs) I'm not telling you that I don't know the dark side of the internet, but I don't go on the dark side of the internet on a computer in which I know my daughter is exactly going to be on. Because I'm not a sick bastard. (laughs) So here's my problem. Why the fuck did 24 hours later it have a picture of a busty European lady? Oh, so you're saying you were telling that story? It caught it that... on audio, dog. Okay. Ellie, did you witness this? You can off mic. You can say <laughs> yes out loud. Off mic, Ellie? Yeah,
1: you show me me. It. it happened. That's
4: bizarre. That is bizarre. I've I've heard of that happening, and I never really believed that uh, happening. But I've I've heard of people saying I talked about a thing, like I talked about having to go get I don't know a rice cooker, and then the next day my Facebook f- feed ads are of
3: rice. Cooker. Oh, you've heard people say they mentioned it, right? Because they, they we talked all about know it. that if we Google, if you search it, it's obviously going to turn obviously. up. Obviously, yeah, that makes sense. But just, even if that's a little creepy, it mind fucked that shit onto the screen, dude. And it was real bizarre. And the really, (laughs) the only thing that made it normal to me was the fact that I was able to come back and be like, penis enlargement, please (laughs) reset it. $1 million, please. Again, it's right in front of my face. Help me with enlargement of penis, please. Flaccid. I need to pay attention to see how
4: if those Russian ads are coming up on anything. I've
3: never seen one
4: before in my life,
3: and I'm telling you, I can't say I have or haven't. I don't I'm know. Kind of I've attracted to, t- to cleavage. I'm just saying, I'm. I'm it's kind of like <laughs> it's a thing. It catches my fucking eye. <laughs> and and the thing about it is that advertising works. It. I've never seen it before, and dude, there was no reason for it to be there. There's a guy here you met earlier who's older, and he was like, what else are you searching on? I'm like, I swear, I swear on everything that I have, dude, that I haven't even, like, typed the word boob into this computer. (laughs) Boobies. see how that works. Yeah. Cleavage. I swear, I've never, honestly, like, it's as pure as the driven snow. You know what I mean? Yeah. And the fact that obviously I'm a broadcaster, I broadcast. I was sitting one foot away from it over there in the com- with the computer like right here telling these stories to the six people that are in there. Yeah. With them all laughing by the way. They clearly were entertained. And then for the next day, for it to be like, meet Eastern European women. The only mm. thing I think... Like, also, like to whip a tit out. <laughs> on your phone, like, where,
4: did you search about any of that stuff on your phone? That's the thing. And signed into the same account no, or something like that?
3: No. I mean, it's not even...
4: Did I search
3: that thing?
4: Well, I mean, like, if you were wanting to bolster the story. No. Not, like, looking for it.
3: No. I'm uh, telling you, it was one hundred percent microphone Jones.
4: I know people that swear by that. I like I I know people that
3: swear. It like happened, it happened. We have multiple witnesses mm-hmm. who saw said happenings. It happened. These people aren't paying for a sponsorship. <laughs> <laughs> Earth water do though. I've had some of that stuff. Yeah? Yeah. Have you? hmm They're mm-hmm. a big sponsor now. Yeah. Um, anyway, I want people to also notice this, but I started trying to think, like, I'm obviously joking around about penis enlargement, please. Well, I mean,
4: say something like, I, I'm curious to know if you just say something very specific that you would not necessarily be looking up, like again, like some sort of product or something like that. Mm -hmm.
3: If, if that would whiskey shot glass with my name on it, Sorry. I don't know, but I also, back a day later, I also like I, just talking to my computer yeah. as if it's a robot in which I could speak into it and it will later, Obviously, like it's not going to acknowledge my presence. But dude, obviously the whole thing with the camera that's pointed right at you, like I've heard and have thought a few times, right. like that's weird that they could turn that on. And I've heard people say like weird shit happen with their computer and it being on. This was, here's the other thing. Like, this was the end of, like, when I end my day with this thing here, Mm -hmm. I close it, I put it in my bag, and I go home, and hopefully I don't pull that bitch out again Right until I get back. and And that was the thing that spooked the fuck out of me, is that then I pull it open. Dallas Mavericks highlights from last night. Like, I'm geeking out. Like, it's the beginning of the show, so I don't have shit to do, you know, for a few minutes. I didn't... I want to see like the combination of Dennis Smith Jr. just dunking on fools. Yeah. And sure as shit. And it's not like I was on some just obscene website. It was just like a normal, like a Google search to a website. Mm-hmm. Meet Euro ladies. <laughs> Dude, that shit, it's not, I'm sorry, but we're in the business of calling shit out for not being coincidence. That's no. not a coincidence. Well, what's what I always find who the fuck are you people <laughs> like on the other end of this like that it's okay who for knows? us to get rid of meme sites that we think are racist but at the same time we're leaving up kitty porn and videos of people dying like
4: yeah I'm I mean who knows it could just be some sort of voice recognition software on the other end It is that's but just doing it I don't remember
3: voice recognition software alert button popping up when That's I turn cool, on my computer. Not. Hey, by the way, we're listening, bitch. Yeah. Which, by the way, I think that that should be what every voicemail that we get to the OK Tall line at 888-900-3393 just tonight. We're listening, bitch. <laughs> Don't call tomorrow.
4: What's funny to me is if you think back to even like when we were kids in the 80s or something like that and someone... Had floated the idea of carrying... I wasn't a
3: kid until 95, I don't know. Floated, floated the idea
4: of carrying around, hey, what if, what if we made you carry around a microphone and a camera everywhere you went and anybody could listen into that? You'd think that was crazy, but
3: you'd, we'd you'd sign up right away to do it. we pay you'd people. You'd think that it would stop people from doing what they're doing, but then you see what <laughs> the cops are doing now, so... Sure, yeah. Oh, that car backed up magically into me, so I had to shoot the kid with an AR-15... <laughs> Through right. the door. Of course. I had to. Life or death. I don't know, man. I'm just saying. It was, I want to see what pops up on it now. It was banana's. Well, I've so just confused it with this <laughs> ramble. <laughs> There's no it idea was, what it was. It was that to. that's the thing. It was like you took a George Carlin segment of ten minutes of me like. And these guys, who the fuck is going out on a boat and meeting a person from Eastern Europe? I mean, that's what people are doing, you know? I was doing a bit, obviously, like, it's true, everything that I'm telling is true, but I'm doing it in the comedic manner, but I'm, like, right there. And some people have said that maybe my voice carries a little bit back through that hallway (laughs) Which, you know what, I feel like I have 100% immunity because I don't know if you know this, but Glenn Beck took our picture with that <laughs> Darth Vader mask. So like, I don't really care we're anymore. We're good. We good. good. <laughs> like, hey, by the way, you may need to be checking your guests in. We good. Like There's nothing to see here. Let me just give you the yeah. Jedi hand. I'd be curious what to he, know what after.
4: He, what are you guys looking at? <laughs> I'd be curious to know after all the mountain lion talk if if cougar ads start popping up.
3: Oh! <laughs> cougar dating sites. Yeah, dude, it's it totally thinks I'm a complete fucking hornball <laughs> for eastern european cougars yeah who are into paranormal activity. You know There's that coast, for- you know that coast to coast tried yeah. to do the the paranormal dating Are they site. not still doing that? Paranormal date and conspiracy date? I don't know. They throw a lot of spitballs against the wall. I I don't know what sticks. See what sticks. Man. Is that? That's wild. It is, and Joe can laugh and everything about it. But it's the kind of what, here's what really disturbs me, Matt, more than anything. Is that, like, I have Adobe on here. And I haven't yet kind of figured out the config to record from internet to. Uh Uh-huh. But, like, the first thing I did was I muted the microphone. So, like, the microphone is turned off on my computer. Right. Is anything really ever turned off? Obviously not. Obviously
4: What's weird is that that's not even government stuff. That's Google, or whomever, listening to you, to you. But you know? you know
3: what? Which might as well be the government. I specifically remember. It was after a fish show or some such. We were having a. Have you seen the? You know the Sonos. You've seen that commercial, the Sonos, with the lights. Yeah. yeah. They're like pulse to the music and shit. Yeah. So, like, I have a friend who's an attorney in Atlanta who's a big fish fan. And I mean, if I was gay, I'd marry this cat because he has like this fat ass loft overlooking the city. And his whole fucking house has those Sonos lights in it. And he will walk in there and he will throw down some Wolfman's brother. And his whole fucking house is pumping, <laughs> and the lights are like pink and green and blue in every room, and it's glass, you know, all the way. yeah, you know, so it looks like there's a rave going, on. oh my on. god 24 seven it's yeah. maze balls um and <laughs> we were discussing the Amazon echo or whatever. Which I have a hard time with this because I don't know if people know this. I don't know why they would. I don't know. I haven't even seen you since this happened, but like I cut a demo for Amazon Echo for like reading the news with one of the dudes here. Uh huh. Like it's like a constantly expanding universe of you being able to walk up to it and being like, news, left wing. Right. And I walked in here and I'm like, Donald Trump shit his pants today. <laughs> All this and more next. But the thing about the Echo, they were like, the clever thing about the Amazon Echo was that it was like sonar pulsed. So, like, you put that bitch in the middle of your house and it was like that Batman thing in the dark night where, like, he oh, could yeah. see. Could yeah, it's like see the, the room. Boo- yeah. Boo- And, I mean, that's all we're dealing with here. Right. Of course it's not the government. Of course it's just Google. But then again, if Matt Stoker, Matt Stoker <laughs> from Dallas, Texas, murders his wife and eats her body slowly. And they can't find your ass. Yeah. Well, now they can. Right. Because I said, Matt Stoker. <laughs> I don't know. Then I'm okay with it, but I don't know what to do about it. It's like uh, what's his name? Clayton Williams said about rape. Sweetheart in there is not old enough to remember that there was an old man, Ellie, who ran for governor of Texas, and he was winning. And somebody asked him about sexual assault and the laws against sexual assault in Texas. And he said, well, you know, sometimes rape is like the weather. If it's inevitable, you just lay back and enjoy it. (laughs) Guess what? He lost. (laughs) Thankfully. You remember that? Yeah. That was like... The first thing I remember about politics, (laughs) welcome to it. Right. Old man Clayton over there just was like, ah, raping the weather. The same. (laughs) Two things that are inevitable. And you understand that I have pudding pops, (laughs) and if you take the pill, I will also... You will go to sleep and I will do the things at your feet with my wiener and uh, sex and the things and you'll wake up and it's gone. I'm sorry. I've been working on a Bill Cosby impersonation. It's uh, not bad. It's getting there. I saw him at the Allen Event Center. The fucking Allen Event Center. When was this? Uh Had to have been 2007 because Texas was good. mm Because he was wearing a Quan Cosby jersey, man, how fast does Quan Cosby run? Run from the fact that his last name is Cosby, (laughs) but at the time it was like a thing, like oh Quan Cosby. Can't believe I paid that motherfucker. Here, if you drink the drink and you take the pill, you'll fall asleep and you wake up with my wiener in between your toes. What will you do? I can't count. Won't remember. I can't count how many times I watched his special when I was growing up. His show's still on television now. Cosby Show? You remember for a while like that it was like nowhere to be seen? Yeah. It's on some like random like, you know, like lobster claw arm of some television network. Right, yeah. Like... TV used to be here. <laughs> it is. It's on at night, and it don't. Under- I believe it. I don't understand how. And oddly enough, when I lived in Chicago um, with Josh, like the brownstone that they bought was a block and a half away. Oh, really? From Cosby's. Like I walked by it every day. I was there. And he came out of the bushes and he gave me the pills and told me it was the pudding and to take off my shoes. And he had the robe and the things. And then he would give me a face that looked like this. (laughs) So. The last time, like a year and six, seven months ago, you wanted to talk about owls. Yeah. Let's I did have owlets. Um, <laughs> See how I did that there?
4: I had some, uh, there was some weird owl stuff going down in my neighborhood. I think I texted you like right away whenever. Now,
3: wait a minute. This is the same house in which you caught an owl in your house. Well, we caught it out outside. That like well, as we were driving, with there
4: was one right as in the middle I of the was street.
3: driving, I put the sheet <laughs> out the window, and I was able to catch the owl.
4: Uh, no, we, we were driving down the street, and there was something in the middle of the road, and you know this was I don't know ten o'clock at night, and stopped and got out, and it was a little owl that was I don't know something was it had been knocked out or something. Something or other. So, yeah, we did. This was the same house where we had an owl inside the house that was very, very angry. It There was a little owl It had an encounter with Bill Cosby. It was very uncomfortable. It was very uncomfortable, and it took it some time to recover.
3: That owl ended up flying away. That was a few years ago. No, but I'm saying, like, yeah. you had an owl in your house. Yes. Now, okay, before you go any further, let's just update the peoples because the people need to be updated. Mm-hmm. When I was a child, um, owl was my first word, but I didn't call it an owl. I called it a Mm we-o. And nobody in my family knew what the fuck I was talking about until they caught me pointing at a picture of an owl and they put together that I was calling owls Wios. So if you go to my parents' house, there's like a thousand owls there because that's what everyone gave me as a child. In college, I had lots, lots of youthful owl experiences, but just fast forward to a moment in college when I walked out onto my buddy's back porch There were 25 people inside the condo. I just had this moment where I needed to get out. I don't know what was going on in my life. Don't know what the fuck. There was like a tree, like a bush that was like the size of a tree, like six feet tall next to me. Just a single stump. And then like, you know, a rounded bunch of leaves. And I was shmew. And I got this feeling like something was looking at me. And I turned to my left and looked at that bush and I saw eyes and then the bush exploded. And a gigantic, <laughs> a gigantic white owl flew out of that bush. Mm-hmm. There was nowhere for an owl to be. It was one of my favorite Finding Bigfoot quotes from Matt Moneymaker. <laughs> In season two, maybe, I want to say that when they're in Oklahoma and they're talking about a f- couple seeing a Bigfoot off of the edge of their deck, and Renee is like, It could have just been an owl's eyes, and he's like, Except there's nowhere for an owl to be. And that was like his finishing move on Renee. <laughs> It's surprising that she came back for the next season yeah. after he hit her so hard. So uh, owls, as they were, and I've many times since hoots, hoots, go forth. Yeah, but I do remember specifically you catching the owl because I was like, "What the fuck is up with that?" Yeah, and it was hanging out on our wall,
4: or it sat on top of a, of a picture for a while. <laughs> Was like, yo, what's up?
3: Yo, 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 what? Get that thing
4: out of the house. Ended up being way more of a chore than I thought it would be,
3: uh, and it flew off into the night. Way easier than the bird who came down into my chimney, and like I could see him on the other side of the glass uh-huh. in the chimney. So we like put up a sh- like <laughs> got the wife and a friend to hold a sheet with this with the side door open. Uh huh. And I was just like, like trying I'm, to doing it. It out? I'm doing it now. And I just opened it and it was like. <laughs> <laughs> but it was terrifying. And yeah. I have pictures of that bird like one inch from the glass. Like looking at be like, what the fuck's going on? Out there? I'm used to the captivity. <laughs> so what's been going on with your house, yo? Well, it was really just like a,
4: a one week period where just weird ass owl shit. I think I texted you about it about weird ass owl shit going on in the neighborhood. And I first noticed it when I was out walking a dog and it was, I think it was a foster dog that just would not. No, I can't. No, you,
3: a foster dog.
4: Yeah. Okay. Um, and it, he needed to be walked all the time because he, he didn't like to go to the bathroom in the yard. Oh God. So I'm just walking him around. It's probably 11 o'clock at night or something like that. I'm just walking him around the neighborhood just kind of going around the block and I go up the street. We sort of live in the middle of a block. So I go up the street to the end, go down one street and I'm working my way back up this street. That's like one block over. And I first, I'm, I got my headphones in, but I hear, I hear something that's like, Oh, like that. But it's like right next to me. And there's a, There's a tree kind of above me, and then there's there's the street and then houses over here, and I don't know where the hell this thing was, but it sounded like it was three feet above my head, and just like boom hits hits me once with this.
3: No, the Dallas Cowboys were not in the playoffs (laughs) at this time. (laughs) They were not. Okay,
4: they were not. So I was like, what the fuck was that? And I'm I'm thinking, I guess that was an owl, but I don't know. Like I don't I don't see where it would have been. I don't know. I don't know if it was flying by and let out a, a hoot right at me or uh, if, it's, if it's coming back. What do you think you up to, Cuddy. <laughs> so I started getting a little weirded out by it. I'm like, all right, I'm going to turn around and walk back. So I kind of walked halfway up that block and I turned around. I'm just going to make like a U shape basically and come back around to my house. So I round the corner back onto my street and then I start hearing them like a couple of houses up. Like they're in a tree a couple of houses up. It's like,
2: uh oh, uh oh.
4: Like kind of a
3: weird noise. Like, look, not. Look, look, look.
4: Yeah. Like not what I would normally associate with an owl, but I don't know what else it would be. Right. Like it was just sort of owlish.
3: Indignant like at the end making this
4: Yeah. And I'm like, I'm listening for it. I'm trying to figure out where it is. And as I keep stepping forward, it sounded like the, the sound kept kept ahead of me, like kept that pace of just a couple of houses away. Like from
3: it was me. running your ass yeah. then. Okay.
4: And. So I get home and I'm like, "You're." I go, "I know this, not, this is going to sound weird, or it's not going to make any sense, but there's some weird owl shit going on outside. Like I heard one right next to me. I heard one that was just kind of keeping pace in front of me this this entire time. I I genuinely felt a little weirded out by the whole thing.
3: How did the conversations go with Megan when you're? It like, was like I she she could not have cared less. Yo. They some weird ass shit going yeah. on inside, girl. And I'm glad. Well, I'm glad I said it. She's like, do it. you realize we just had a duckling? Uh,
4: <laughs> I'm glad I said it because what happens next it just bolsters my. Like, I'm glad I got that on record, basically. Okay. Um, because the next day, or maybe the day after, looking on Next Door, where all the mountain lions are spotted. Um, I'm done with Next Door. <laughs> it's so bad. Uh... And two separate posts, like right after each other, different people, um, but they just happened to be right next to each other. Harry
3: Potter's was, in our neighborhood. Was like,
4: can anyone explain what this owl is doing, basically? And so one person had gone out on their back deck in the middle of the night, and they had sort of a deck with a railing, and then that, there was some steps down into the yard. And so on this railing, a couple of feet in front of them, an owl was just sitting there. And they walked right up to it, and the thing wasn't moving. It was alive, and it was looking at them, but it wasn't scared of them. It wasn't didn't try to fly away. It just hung out there, staring at them. And they're like, "This owl will not leave." I'm a witch, bitch. <laughs> I'm telling you. And uh, they said it's. It, they said it hung around for about a day. Like it, it would. Just, it was just there. and It would not leave. And um, a similar story was the other next door post where they said it was in. Uh, a tree in their backyard and it would not, or it had flown up to the house and was like at their back door and then went and landed in a tree and hung out there for a couple of days and was just not going like anywhere. They're
3: expecting to like get a letter in the mail that says like Harry Potter's right. needs to go to exactly. Hogwarts.
4: Like, I mean, they, they were like, it seems to want something. That's, that's what these posts said. They were like, it it looks like it wants something, but it's,
3: God Hammett, there's a dog video behind you right now. Oh, God, it's one of those A S P C A. It's a bad Sally Strauss. Um, Stop looking at it. I know. Stop. I can't look at a Pekingese. I don't need to see like, it I've never seen a Pekingese that looked like it needed anything. What about, I'm sorry. What about Eric McCormick? You know? No, but have you seen a Pekingese that ever looked like it needed anything? <laughs> no. <laughs> they got to get done with their perm before I feel like they really should have something. Yeah. Like, maybe if their back ass has been bitten off by a bobcat. Dear Lord, I can't watch that. No, you can't, but I have to. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, I don't know what These was... animals will all die. <laughs> They'll all die a small death unless you do something tonight. And I don't know what you should do, but you should also do something because these animals will die. Thousands of animals are going to die because they're, Penises are inverted into their vaginas and their animals and their feet are hurt. Look at this animal. He doesn't have a throat. How are you going to live without a throat? You're not going to live without a throat. Thousands and thousands and thousands of these animals will die and their souls will crush upon you as you live your life of luxury. And if you just gave me a dollar, I'm Sally Struthers, Mm -hmm. you would get stuff. No. There is not a bigger flip off of the television than when I hear Sarah McLaughlin oh, on no. television. <laughs> clack, clack. Done. I don't need to see that anymore. I used to love you, but no. <laughs>
4: um
3: You ain't tricking me now, bitch.
4: So yeah, man, I don't I don't know what was I don't even know what really to make of it other than I was genuinely weirded out that night. They're and fucking those bizarre. bizarre. They're yeah.
3: bizarre, and it's weird that it happened to someone else. The thing about it is, is there has to be like something up with it, but there's no other reason for the fact that we would go to a pen pal's house in Denver after a fish show, see an owl on the way, and then the fucker would open the door and he would have a shirt on that had a giant owl on the... F- right. His shirt was an owl. Like, I still can't handle that. Like, the dude that was the actuary that right. I told you about. Like, Google what an actuary is and try to figure it out. And the homeboy had an owl shirt. Like, he was like, like maybe owls are just animal actuaries <laughs> because... They seem to come in some sort of proportion. Like my last severe interfacing with them was at the Westwood One studio when I walked out and... Mm -hmm. You know? Right. I don't know, but they're badass. And I love them, but at the same time, I don't know... I don't know that I can have an interfacing with a gigantic bird of prey and it'd be okay anymore bald eagles i'm cool with because america and also because when i was a child like and i went to alaska part of that was like you're going to see bald eagles buddy and now they're like fucking plano you know oh yeah they're like everywhere
4: Yeah, owls are gen- genuinely... Just the fact that they can be hanging out there and you not...
3: Their heads can turn around all the know, way. know it. No, I, I mean, I make light of it only because a lot of stuff like that, I have to make light of it because I don't know how else to deal with it. But like the light, the, the owl, the white owl that exploded out of that bush... joking around about like there wasn't enough room for an owl to be mm-hmm. there this isn't like a bush with with branches that birds would sit upon yeah the fucker came out of the bush like clack clack it really you know that's the way that it happened that's i don't know what else to say about it you know did you see the video from curvil of the porcupine no Real weird. the the tree right there in front of the ranch house in Kerrville, there would be two por- porcupines just kicking it. Josh was like, it was right at dusk, and he was like, what the fuck is that thing? They're wild looking. They're big. They're big, and they're up in the tree, you know, climbing around like yeah. two shits given. <laughs> Those two shits gonna be on your head. I thought it was odd. Um, so let's spend like the last couple of minutes talking about this week and the show and what the fuck we're doing here. Yeah. Um, one, I want to, again, reiterate the fact that if you do think that you like this show to happen when it happens and how it do, let us know because... It would be a big play if you're interested in a T-shirt or what have you. Email us. Uh, OKTalkPodcast at gmail.com. Perry at gmail.com. OKTalkEmail at gmail.com. We have a lot of ways of getting a hold of us. And we love you for all of that. Um, so secondarily... I'm going to be touching down in the Pacific Northwest Monday, early Monday, their time. And be at Devil's Creek midday, a couple of days, three days there. Uh, since there is Wi-Fi want just hoping that maybe we could try to do some of this Yeah, from there. Um, I don't know exactly how that's going to work, but here's the thing.
4: Even if you just want to send some raw audio back and I'll yeah. stick um, something together and put
3: it out. Here's the other thing though. Like I don't know. Uh, I don't really care about all that. I just, we took a few weeks off and we heard from some people that were like, what the fuck is up? You know? And I feel like we've done that a couple of times and, I appreciate hearing from people that, like, hey, we miss you.
2: Mm
3: -hmm. Um, But also listening to that American Horror Story podcast last night, I felt like I had two things going on. Not only did I hear from people that were like, what the F is up with you? But also got some messages over the weekend from some people who are kind of big deals that were like, "I love this shit. You're my companion from DFW to wherever. And um, I guess what I would like to say to everyone is that like we know that you would like to hear from us every day. Or at least every week. But I'm not going to put out bullshit. I'm not going to do a show just to do a show. Yeah. I work in a world of people doing shows to do shows. And I don't want to do that. And if I don't feel that... A lot of times I feel like there's too much for us to do shows about. And we just don't have time. But at the same time... Like, we've got audio backed up on top of audio backed up. But I don't like to do just shit just to do shit, you know? Uh, I don't... I don't know. I mean, there's... We've got a lot of opportunities and things going on with the show or whatever. It's just not about... Well, let's just put out a podcast this week because that's what we have to do. Right. And I'll just tell you this if it ever gets to a point where I feel like I have to put some shit out for a week, I will end it myself and generally in flames and <laughs> fire and blood. Like, no, I mean, it doesn't, it doesn't
4: feel like work yet. And I don't think, I don't know that it ever will. I mean, I have a lot of fun coming in here and doing this and, um, But, yeah, there are times when, you know, taking a little time off from coming in here. Because, I mean, we do this on our free time, more or less,
3: you know. None of my time is free.
4: Well, but, I mean, this is time that could be spent doing any number of other things other than Per hour.
3: I'm so (laughs) fucking expensive. Per hour. Um, Just ask that girl in there. Yeah no you're right like we don't have to be in here but there's a lot of people who feel like the shows they listen to should be there every fucking day or the day that they expect them yeah and the shows then subsequently feel like they need to put the show there right and guess what like i could come in here and fart in harmony into the corner over there and turn it into an episode And probably a lot of people would like it, but I'm not going to do that. And you're not going to do that. We're not going to be, this isn't necessarily about anybody else but us, but it's just that the thing that we want to do and the thing that we're trying to do, um, we value. So like we said in a post not long ago, it's, the little things from you that can make it easier for us to do what we do. And um, I'd be interested to see how many people are like, hey, you know, I'd take a t shirt. Yeah. Because I know everybody doesn't have 20 bucks to throw to the wind or whatever. But I also don't think you're throwing it to the wind. <laughs> but um and I'm not saying, hey, pay me today and bud, I'm saying, let's, if we get some interest, we'll do this thing. And there's going to be a lot of those opportunities coming up. I don't want to give everything away at one fell swoop, but there's a lot of things coming. And, um, you know, we appreciate you being there listening or whatever. And I feel your pain. Like I got an email from a guy and he was just like, what's going on, buddy? Hadn't heard from you. Don't know where you are. Yeah. Did you did you did you sell your soul to a Sasquatch? <laughs> did you invent a ghost and it flew you to the moon? And then he just signed it off as, "Is it me?"
4: Uh, and I, I cracked up about that for yeah. several days because I was
3: like, "That's a great way." Like, yeah, Roy. <laughs> it was you,
4: Roy. It was you all along. Well, the one the one thing I I would want to say is I I would never ever and I don't disrespect the people that take their time sometimes a couple of hours of their time which is a lot to ask in the podcast world i believe but uh to listen to the sometimes dumb shit that we talk about on here
3: no they're lucky that they get to hear it <laughs> you No, know, come on matt uh, but, uh, so like have I you watched I, television lately <laughs> This is uh, fucking free for people. No, I agree. No, you're I, right. I agree. I appreciate people taking their time I, to listen to us enumerate our um, bullshit. But at the same time, part
4: of like like you were saying, part of what part of what we're about is doing things that we feel proud of. And the bottom oh, that's it. Man. The bottom line is like I mean, like we we weren't in here for a month partially because we weren't inspired to be in here for a month. If something had hit us to where we felt like, shit, we need to get behind a microphone and talk about some stuff, then we probably could have found a way to make that happen. But, you know, it was a good time, at least for
3: me, to... You had a lot like, of fun being a... away from me? No, not Wait, that. You, I had you a... heard that, Ellie, right? He <laughs> just said, it was a good time. It was a good time. I didn't have to be No,
4: here. I mean, it was a good moment in time for me to not have to feel like I need to be Around on you and here preparing for a show. No, you're right. And cuz a big, you know, I had a big change happen in my life that I feel like I needed to kind of pay attention to.
3: It is amazing that you're still doing this show as a man when everyone here knows you are a woman. <laughs> exactly.
4: <laughs> Got to laugh out of the gallery. <laughs> um no. Uh but I would always I, I say I don't ever want to disrespect someone and that's not because like one, I respect your, the time that you've put into the show so far. So and what the, the and fuck the did you, you like,
3: think was happening with that digger video in the in the cemetery? Let's talk about something that someone's been like abrasive about. What's that? What do you think about that video of that thing digging in the in the cemetery? Oh, that thing. Man, I saw one today of a
4: skinwalker. A "Quote unquote skinwalker." I don't know if you saw this video in the in the Navajo Times or whatever, whatever it was. In um, the it was
3: Navajo s- Times, I think that's what it was.
4: What a, I think what that's a what it was.
3: Shit, Bart Simpson made a <laughs> website. that...
4: I'm not joking. I think or uh, something like that. Later
3: today, breaking news <laughs> from the Navajo Times. And what t- will white people do today? <laughs> And how will they deal with a black president? I told you now that we have a white president, what are we gonna do? (laughs) I told you when
4: you sent me that video that I am done. I am done (laughs) with the shaky cam, can't focus on the subject. (laughs) And in that video specifically, the Gravedigger, they the thing's still there. And they put the they they spent half the time with the camera on put the... the camera down to their cooch. They put the camera down, mm-hmm. and I
3: just seemingly so just drive away. Have you been back to that video? I have not been back to that video. Can we take, like, 30 seconds for you to... Can, could you get back to it? What? How did you send that to me? Um, Maybe text, because let me just tell you... I don't you. know if I still have it, if it's a text, oh, okay. it's a text message.
4: I, I clean out my text messages every now and then.
3: Don't talk to me like that, but... Um, let me see. It was a Facebook video, right? You remember it? Well, no, they took it off of Facebook. Oh, and it was saved because it was too much. No, no, no. You know what? Let me let me just text it for you from my phone. All right. Because I want to get your reaction to what you see had happened to that video. Because it's gold. Okay. But yeah, I saw the Skinwalker video, and it was the same
4: thing. This, this creature or whatever is in these rocks, and it gets up and runs away, and the camera is all over the freaking place. Is that the uh, the Dogman video um, uh, from sh- India? No, it's not from India. It's like from around here, or not around here, but like Arizona.
3: Horse monkey. Okay, hold but, on. I'm Hold tired on. of it. I
4: can't deal with. I. I mean, I follow. He's had
3: enough, ladies and gentlemen. Look,
4: I follow the Bigfoot subreddit, which is a mistake to begin with.
3: Yeah, but that, that now that
4: so is much, a mistake. So many videos get posted where it's like proof, Bigfoot proof. Here is a video of four pixels that may or may not be a a a, a dark spot. Like, a come sh- on! I'm sick of people sharing this stuff. My hand.
3: Look at it. Yeah. God damn it! They changed it. Oh, what happened? Look at the name of it. What does it
4: say? Is this a juvenile Bigfoot digging in c- cemetery?
3: Okay. When the video first came out and I sent it to you, uh huh, it didn't have a name. It was like the name of the poster of the video. Right. So, like, this was a video that was posted on Facebook. They took it off of Facebook, but somebody saved it and loaded it on Vimeo. Uh-huh. So it was like 2 weeks after the fact and I was like talking to a someone about it and I was like you need to look at this. And instead of that being the title, it was fuck you you lying <laughs> sack of shit was the title of the video. So that was not the title that when you sent it to me. No. Yeah. And I text I emailed the guy who sent it to me originally and I was like what happened? <laughs> The Talk Bigfoot Forum, solid forum. Get out there and look at it. But, buddy, they ain't fronting no games. Like, He put that video up on his website, and I love the idea of, like, oh, yeah, you're going to embed our video? Well, guess what? We'll just change the (laughs) title of it so that every time someone on your website clicks on it, it says, fuck you, you lying (laughs) sack of
4: shit. Play that for me again. I want to see this. I want to see this thing again. All right. It's weird that it hadn't gotten more play than it had, even with. And look, I'm not, I, I can't speak to the veracity of it or what's what's going on, but I'm just. Okay, one, turn off the goddamn radio. So here they are. They're pointing it at the, at the steering wheel.
3: You're dealing with encrypted people.
4: They're pointing it at the speedometer. They're not pointed at whatever the thing is that they that they're seeing. The vacuum's coming in here. They're pointing at the sky. There, finally. And this, I mean, yeah, that's a, that's a it's a creepy. Whatever's going on there is is creepy.
3: It's real weird. It's
4: something digging. On their they're on their hands and knees just digging digging, and now they've. Now look.
3: Yeah. They've got the. I'm going to put it in my vag. Sorry. <laughs> Man, I felt like my mom was now it's the... just pointing at the turn signal. <laughs> I felt like my mom was a foot
4: away from me. <laughs> and that's how it ends. It ends with them pointing the the freaking camera at the turn signal. And that's how it ends.
3: Bullshit.
4: I'm sick of that.
3: Yo, I can't go for that. Ooh. <laughs> this is all because Matt saw Hollow notes this week. It's not true. Oh, I can't go for that. But come on, like you know what I like No, you're right. You know where I'm coming from, right? I'll tell you this though. If you have a video that is blowing up the interwebs, especially the cryptid interwebs, the number one way to get me to giggle at it. Is if you change the title to fuck you, <laughs> lying piece of shit. Yeah, please do that. And that ain't life. no hate. No, if you want to change it to fuck you, Clinton. Okay. Talk sucks. Balls. Dick have <laughs> fine. I thought that I was amazed. Like it went from being like "dl two, four, three, seven GF, you know? And then just the description was grave digger. Right. So now is it a juvenile? I e- big to book? the point where I emailed them and I was like, "What is the score <laughs> with that? Like, <laughs> what happened? The, you changed the fucking name to that guy's yeah. name." Uh, no. We just have just a few seconds or whatever. But um, okay. Talk has at least put out the Blaze of Thrones podcast that mm-hmm. I kind of spearheaded game of thrones game of thrones back sunday yes
4: very pumped about do you
3: have wiener in hand (laughs) i do also besides game of thrones this is the week that the fish returns to the road they're playing three nights at chicago's northerly ireland pavilion this weekend and then you know that? Do you realize we haven't really even talked about this? They're just totally cock blocking Billy Joel. You do oh, you realize? Really? Do you realize like Fish has like this war with Billy Joel? <laughs> no, I was not aware of that. Billy Joel's a bitch, <clears throat> so like, uh, you know, Fish has this thing where like they play like they have like a unlimited whenever they want to play New Year's Eve at Madison Square Garden they can, and that's going back to like the '90s, like from when they first played New Year's Eve at the Garden. And uh, a couple of years ago, Billy Joel was like, well, I'm just going to do a residency at Madison Square Garden. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to play once every month. And then like, he wanted to play like a bunch of days in a row leading up to New Year's Eve. And um, they're like, Well, you can play like 12 days in a row. That's around what we have scheduled then. Like you can't play New Year's Eve because Fish has New Year's Eve scheduled. And according to inside sources at the Madison Square Garden, Billy Joel let loose with, what? What the fuck? That glorified cover band? What the fuck? (laughs) So, like, of course, in their super classy way, like, Fish would never address this. You know, they would never come out and say anything about it with his name at all. Yeah. Except that two things happened. One, uh, after their four-night run at Madison Square Garden that New Year's Eve. Fish lyricist Tom Marshall was like, Four Nights, Madison Square Garden, all originals, no covers. Put that in your fucking jar, piano man. People were like, pretty specific. Well, maybe he's not talking about that quote. But the funny thing is, is that one of those sets in particular, they come out for their second set and they just, they don't say a lot of things. But without saying anything, Trey's like, And they spend like a minute just like jazz dingling on their instruments. Mm -hmm. And he's like, by the way, we wrote that. (laughs) That's it. Like that's the only mention, right? Yeah. And there's this famous picture of fat ass, bald Billy Joel standing in the bowels of Madison Square Garden in front of this like ridiculously stupid small banner that's like, Most days in residency, Billy Joel, like he printed it and brought it into the garden. Yeah. It was like, let me put it on the wall here. Look at me. Well, can you imagine Billy Joel's face when Fish released the commercial of a gigantic donut rolling through New York City and landing on Madison Square Garden? to announce their run of The Baker's Dozen 13th Straight Shows in (laughs) Madison Square Garden, nice. which start next weekend, including which Ben & Jerry have added a brand-new flavor, like a one-night-only brand-new flavor of Ben & Jerry's that includes donuts and chocolate fish and everything. So this weekend is going to be spectacular. I foresee, who's your number one in the death pool? Go. Game of Thrones. Who's going to die first? Go. Um, Go.
4: Man, I don't have a good answer to that. Who's left, even?
3: She just said Toby from The Office. I don't know (laughs) if that made it out. (laughs) She said it real serious, too. Russian whore from your boat trip. I don't even know who you
4: kill off at this point. I feel it's, it feels I'm gonna like. I'm going to say one of the Greyjoys. That sounds I'm reasonable. I'm going to say Yara or uh, Theon gets it. Yeah, that sounds reasonable. I could see Theon going.
3: Reek. Yeah. I don't have a penis, me lord. I'm trying um, to think of who, who's left. Sir that... Davos. What else does he have to contribute? I guess so. I mean, Melisandre, have you seen that they announced the episode titles? No, you well, don't. I, you don't listen to what I do outside of this radio show. <laughs> we discussed that in that podcast. <clears throat> they had just put them out that day. Like the first episode, is like Dragonstone. Mm-hmm. Obviously, Danny's gonna land there. But uh, and it was like Cersei evens the odds, so she's probably gonna make the little. I feel like there's with a, what's his ass. I feel like there's a pretty
4: good chance uh, this season. I won't say, you know, the first episode or first couple episodes, but there's a pretty good chance that one of the remaining Lannisters goes, like Jamie. I put a very high so chance on Jamie Lannister going. One of
3: the one of the dudes that works here over there alerted me to the thread that Cersei Tells Euron Greyjoy to go fuck himself, but she aligns herself with the Night King, mm. and that it's like Cersei and all the fucking Walkers versus the rest of humanity. And that that's the break, and that there's even a poster that like sort of supports it, where it's like you know there's Danny Dragon. You know, all those people. Yeah. And then there's like Cersei, Night King, Walker that HBO commissioned. Hmm. And there's definitely going to be an ice dragon. Let's just hope it's not Drogon. That they're going to take down one of the dragons and he's going to raise it. Yeah. But the theory is... That nobody fucking believes Jon Snow because who would believe Jon Snow because he's such a fucking dipshit? Have we ever had a hero who was a bigger dolt <laughs> than Jon Snow right. ever on the history of humanity? No, we have not. Nobody believes him about the Walkers existing? N- yeah, nobody. Yeah. Why would they? He's Jon Snow. Who goes. <laughs> yeah he's like Jeff Bolton in a fucking tirade (laughs) nobody is listening to you bro so he goes back across the wall to capture a white to bring to King's Landing Mm -hmm. to say hey for serious there's things um and that's the reason that he's up there when you see in the trailer yeah and uh Yeah, no, I think one of the dragons goes. And you know what? If you honestly pointed a gun to my head right now and said whose ass is going to be on the throne when it all is said and done, I'm claiming Littlefinger. Like, if you put a gun to my head, everybody loves the idea that Danny and John are going to... I feel like that's Rub too perfect. front to, bottoms yeah. together, and it's on, and he's a Targaryen. Ow! When has this show ever done one fucking thing that you thought it should? Yeah. Ever? Never. And that's why we love it. Have you heard the Ned Stark
4: thing, too? I've not heard that. I think I saw a little bit about that, but I've not read it. It's
3: just that, you know, at the end of season one when... Um, Jack and Hagar meets Arya. He's like in the back of that, like that cart. Mm-hmm. He's like a girl, a girl, a girl will set me free. Well, that so like Syrio Forel, who is from the Free City of Braavos, right? Who fights what's his ass there to keep her from getting caught. That basically. Ned Stark is in the dungeon. Jack and Hagar is in the dungeon. Pharrell's dead ass body. That at some point there in that. That, Jack and Hagar switches faces with Ned Stark, and it was Jack who died, not Ned Stark. And Ned Stark's been hiding out in the hinterlands. And that—that's the reason that Catelyn Stark was like when they brought his bones in front of her. That she thought that they looked too small. Mm. So who then? What, has Jack and
4: this with her at the house Ned, of the black and white? Ned or
3: Cereo, One of the two. It's
4: oh. an interesting theory.
3: It's a theory.
4: Did you hear the brand theory? The brand and the
3: brand, the builder well brand and the night king he is the night king i mean at this point you could say that brand was fucking donald trump and yeah. what would anybody be able to do to distract yeah. you all right i love i
4: love it though it's happening <clears throat> i love that weekend. we're in uncharted territory for this for this series
3: it's good i'm i love that we're in uncharted territory for this podcast <laughs> and for this series um so, will you tell the people how they do the things that they do?
4: Yeah. You are, of course, listening to OK Talk Show. You can find us at OKTalkShow.com. <laughs> you can subscribe to us on iTunes, Stitcher, TuneIn, Google Play. I'm trying to think if there are
3: any others that we are currently on. All the sexiest of the areas. If oh, a- and hey, uh, does it matter? The, like? Does the iTunes change matter for them? Because when I uploaded that last podcast, it happened. Oh, did it? Yeah. It was like, identify this fucking episode as like an episode or a serial. Oh, okay.
4: I don't think it does, but if you've noticed a change on your iTunes feed, feed. uh, let us know if you're running into problems with it because apparently um, Apple has made a change in how they're Podcasts are sorted or so labeled. the
3: point that they sent us an email yeah, saying yeah.
4: that they had. Um, so, yeah, if you notice anything weird about that, just let us know, and we'll look into it and try to fix it. We'll get that sorted but out. You
3: know what? We should do a serials of podcasts of us not doing podcasts. <laughs>
2: mm-hmm. That sounds weird. Where a good I
3: call you, and I'm like, hey, buddy, you want to do a podcast today? Nope. And you're like, nope. And I'm like, all right, do, do you see the Ranger game? or <laughs> What do you think (laughs) about the stuff? That should be the thing. That should be the name of our cereal. What do you think about the stuff? What do you think about the stuff? And Uh And I'll just be like, Went to Best Buy today. Oh, yeah? Computer games. (laughs) (laughs) (ses) And let's see if we can determine which ones are. See, See, that's the only (laughs) way I feel like we're going to get our money's worth. Right. out of these new tags, new tags, as they say, <laughs> is if we trick them into saying, here's our cereal. Right. What do you think about this stuff?
4: Um. So, yeah, follow us on any of those. Subscribe on any of those. Leave us a rating and review. Uh, Matt, you ever farted you... in a dark corridor? <laughs> we'll be looking out for that. Subscribe to that as soon as it comes out.
3: Dark corridor.
4: Yeah, stinky chapters. And look, I cannot, I cannot stress enough. Leave us a rating and review. That's huge. And
3: yeah. unless your reviews suck, <laughs> leave me alone, people. Um, follow Roy. us,
4: Roy. Like us on Facebook, Facebook.com/slash OKTalkShow. It was you, Roy. It was you. It was you. I'm glad you finally noticed. That's why we came back. Um, follow us facebook.com slash OK Talk Show, twitter.com slash OK Talk Show. We are on Instagram as OK Talk Show. I have no idea what's being put up there or not. And of course, if you are interested in a shirt, possibly email us OK at gmail.com.
3: Hey, Matt. Yeah. You think that people should pay for a shirt for a show? No. <laughs> what did you say? No. Hey Matt, you want to get a shirt for the podcast? No, no. Oh, are you sure? No. You're not sure. No. Okay. I'm I'm confused now. No. No. I said
5: no. T <laughs> is for tiger. You.
3: I don't understand any better way to end the podcast than for you as for Unicorn. Perfect. Could you, Matt...